When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, that's pretty good. The Raptors winning 98-90 to against the Miami Heat in what was the best defensive game of the season so far. The one against the Cavs was really good, but a win in the second game of that two-game series, 98-90. to And of course, I'm Samson Folk. This is the Raptors Reaction Podcast, and it is, of course, brought to you by Goldfinger Law. Shout out to Goldfinger Law because you only pay... If you win and you can contact them at 416-730-1777. And my goodness, dude, the defense in this game, sublime. Uh, The shot making in this game, terrible in some ways, tremendous and timely in others. OG hitting a late three after struggling the whole game, not being frozen out of the offense, but being a guy who's waiting for shots to come and the Heat doing such a good job of recovering into space and making sure those opportunities aren't there. Gary, a guy who was gunning all game, didn't hit a lot of shots at an efficient clip, but hit that cold as hell step back three. Most players are taking a step in, pump, dribble in, trying to hit the midi. He stepped it back into the corner where the contest was still there. I don't know if that's the process you want, but I mean, it worked. Pascal Siakam on Kyle Lowry, clear out. Give me the ball. Let me get down to that baseline. Pop it up. Very timely shooting in this one. And we saw saw so many different things. We saw tremendous defense from both sides. The game plan from the Heat, remarkable. The game plan from the Raptors, the game plan wasn't so remarkable. I think that they, they pulled the right levers defensively that they needed to, but we were looking at, you know, that, that finishing five, Gary Trent Jr. and OG, even just to make sure I include Gary in this, a perfectly executed peel switch to get a steal. And Precious, we're going to talk about, obviously. Pascal, this was his best defensive game of the season. Fred, tremendous. OG, tremendous. That closing five. And we got and we got Chris Boucher back, right? And his, his opener to the game, he fouled a lot, but he was so good. Let's start in the first quarter. The Heat, let's set the scene, right? The Heat are playing really great defense on Pascal Siakam. They saw how things turned out last game. They saw that he was like 23-8-9, and and they played pretty good defense there, but they wanted to adjust that matchup. And so what do they do? They, they leave a body at the point of attack. They learned from what Philadelphia did in the playoffs. Tyler Hero is sitting in front of Pascal Siakam. Tyler Hero is not a good defender. Tyler Hero isn't playing good defense tonight. He's a warm body, the same way that anybody would be when your help defense instincts are this important. And guess what? They didn't want Hero to be helping off and getting somebody cutting behind or whatever. So they put him in front of the ball and then they pinch into the paint. So Hero is a body to make sure that, you know, Pascal can't just charge in there, but he provides very little resistance. It all comes from the dig downs. Pascal struggles with that and they're sending those digs largely on the pickup. And so Pascal is trying to navigate this situation where there's 
it's not that there's no shooting on the floor, but the Heat are doing such a good job of recovering out and then filling behind so that there's resistance to drives and they're limiting three-pointers or making sure that three-pointers are semi-contested. This was going poorly. Coloco hit the starting lineup with the regular starters minus Scotty. Once he comes out of the game, Boucher, Precious, they hit, they hit the lineup as well. What do the Raptors start doing? If they want to play that style, if they want to put Harrow at the point of attack, they want to be able to press up, kind of extend the shell of their defense out so that Pascal's pickup point is higher, so that he can't get to his shot, stay in his pivot, you know, play make from there. What happens? The back end of your defense is susceptible to what? Offensive rebounds. Boucher, Precious, they started getting after it immediately. The Raptors snap off like a 10-0 run or 10-2 run. And, and that was really working early on. That was the success because there was – there's always a breaking point in some uh, defensive schematics, always. And we saw that that was offensive rebounding. What a perfect opportunity and game for Boucher to come back into the fold. I thought he was tremendous. He got called on some really soft fouls, and it meant that he didn't factor into the game much. Coloco, um, we saw two big stretches of this game where I know he gets a block every once in a while. I know he's long, but in that screen and roll stuff, he got dominated early on. And it just the footwork is bad. He's he's playing too much to the roller and allowing a guy to go straight to the rim, or he's committing way much, way too much to the guy on ball and letting that roller come in behind. Right? It's just the nuances of NBA defense that are really, really tough. And then his second stint in the game, Bam just completely dominated. Even even from an isolation point of view, right? And he had a lot of trouble with that. I'm interested to see who starts next game. People who listen to this podcast are well aware of my analysis of Precious, and it ranks higher than other people's analysis in some cases. Precious is, this is the guy I see. Not that he'll do this every night, but he's, you know, a top three defender on the Raptors. He can play a very high level of offense if given the opportunity and and if the touch is there. He puts pressure on defenses, just like he did tonight. He puts pressure on, on offenses with his point of attack defense, his defense in the pick and roll, his help side stuff, and his ability, this is the big one, to clean the glass. How many how many rebounds did he have tonight? 21? Is that what it ended up at? 22. Four offensive boards, 18 defensive rebounds, two assists, finished with 10 points. You know, Fred finished with 24, Pascal with 23, OG with 6, Gary with 18, Boucher also had 10. Like, big credit to him. But this was a game where you really saw Precious and Boucher, this the gruesome twosome off the bench last year that dominated, won a lot of minutes. They, they posed too much physicality, too much activity on both sides of the floor. Teams have a really hard time keeping them off the glass, keeping them from cutting into space, kind of mucking things up in the middle of their paint where the Raptors were winning the battle early on. And defensively, these guys are just covering covering a lot of ground. And on top of that, like Fred, Pascal, OG, these guys were so, so good defensively. Pa- Pascal Siakam in this game, wearing a lot of different hats defensively and succeeding w- with every single one of them on that, that head of his, man. You know, giving more cushion to the ball handler. So you, letting his length do more work when he's playing in isolation or or defending on ball. And then off ball, like the, the timely rotations. 
you know, the whether it's the low man to the rim to to force the pass out once they kind of feed it down there. If it's a recovery out to the corner, blocking a three-point shot or anything like that, just working so hard. And, and the screen roll coverage was also dynamite. So Pascal, a lot of credit. OG, a lot of credit as well, man. I, I made that video after the Cavs game of how good OG's defense was. And I could make a similar video on this one for, for certain. But a really impressive game from, you know, Coloco, there's a reason they lost his minutes. And there's a reason they've lost his minutes most games is because this, is, this isn't this is me being down on Coloco. Coloco's a rookie. You know, Pascal Siakam started his first two NBA games, then went down to the 905. It's just some coaches like to maintain these bench lineups like Achua, like Boucher coming in together, playing those, that tandem. So Coloco hits the lineup. Yeah, ahead of ahead of better players. And I it was nice to see, at least in this game, that once again Achua gets that big run instead of Coloco. You know, there's been some games this season where Coloco has gotten more run than Precious. And Precious, regardless of form, I think has a, a history of playing well enough that you should keep giving him the run. And this game and last game are and the fact that he had a way better second half against Cleveland, their their other win of this season, I think that's uh, proof enough that you should that Achua has earned the ability to play through some of his his less than uh, less than stellar stretches. And and he was so good in this game. Like the Raptors, they get absolutely pummeled in this game if Achua doesn't come in and play thirty three minutes. He was a plus ten. OG was a plus sixteen with six points on what two of four shooting. If you want to focus in on what defense means in the NBA and how defense in the NBA is currently the dominant trait of all the teams that win championships recently, you know, the Raptors that won, that's a defense first team. Bucks, defense first. Lakers, defense first. Even Golden State last year, I think we're 16th in offensive rating, second in defensive rating. And that and when they won in the finals, that was defense too. OG massive part of this win despite a smaller a smaller part on offense but my my goodness they just okay so I want to talk about Siakam right we talked about that adjustment that Precious and Boucher come in they start punishing that that heat defense Pascal was forcing up shots was getting trapped in picking up his dribble or kind of thinking a possession was dead and forcing up these mid-range jumpers that he wasn't hitting he wasn't making that go in the early parts of the game. And he finished with five turnovers in this one too. Just was starting to get frustrated, was receiving a lot of attention. And sometimes when he passed out, his teammates weren't doing a good enough job of attacking a tilted floor or making their shots for a time. That's not their fault. That's not his fault. It's just the way, you know, basketball, NBA, gamer runs. Pascal, as the focal point, receiving a lot of attention, Stuck in a tough run, he wants to make that shot. He wants to make the extra play. So he tries to get a little deeper turnover. He doesn't get as deep as he wants. He just wants to hit a shot, get these guys out of the out of the rut. Tries to hit a midi. He was like two for 13 at one point, maybe. He finished seven of 22 for 23 points. Seven of eight from the free throw line in this one. That's a really big deal. And in addition to that, part of why he got away with you know, he started having a better approach offensively. It's we we I can't remember who it was, right? Let's who was it? Highsmith, right? Highsmith is on him, and Pascal gives that big initial bump, and then kind of resets 
the defense stops digging, and then he punches the gap. It's just learning about the quirks and rhythms of that Miami defense and the zone to some degrees of like, how can I get into this thing? And how are they trying to time me up? By the end of the game, you know, I would say the end of the third quarter, start of the fourth quarter, Pascal really had a good sense of their timing on those digs, started beating that timing mostly to create looks for others and to kind of get that defense in rotation, get the ball moving. Guys like Gary Trent Jr. start cashing shots. Fred Van Bleet starts cashing shots, right? And not to mention they started getting out in transition. But Pascal, then they move away from that, that defense, right? Tyler Hero, who was the, the Pascal stopper early on, suddenly is not getting those reps late in the game when they need those stops. Why is that? Because he wasn't a Pascal stopper. As I said, he is a warm body at the point of attack. And once that scheme was no longer the one that worked, Hero was kept far away from Pascal. And at the end of the game, Pascal got that clear out, got to the baseline, hit that Rudy Gay jumper that we've seen, you know, against the Raptors and with the Raptors. And, and that was just tremendous to see. And the playmaking, the decisions he made down the stretch were really great in a game that, you know, he would say, I'm sure he's, you know, talking to reporters right now saying, that was a tough game for me. I made a lot of mistakes he, he came huge down the stretch, cast a triple, missed another one. Yeah. Late clock. I believe that one was, but that, that last shot and the playmaking, the ability to get the defense into trouble, absolutely phenomenal. And I just, that was a gritty game. And if the Raptors don't have buy-in from OG Pascal, Gary, Fred precious on defense, none of this works. The heat would have found the breaking point. They were moving the ball, man. The Heat were beating guys at the point of attack. You know, like I said, Pascal was given that cushion, but there were guys getting a dribble every once in a while. Fred, in a screen and roll, they get downhill, there are guys getting dribbles. Some some guys are beating Gary off the punch, right? Jimmy, the last bucket the Heat scored, it, OG just played lazy defense and he got right to the rim. It's like, guys are still getting beat. It's about what you do in rotation to shore that up. And without that buy-in from all those five guys, you know, most of them played near 40 minutes, OG plays 33, Precious plays, you know, nearly 34. Without that buy-in, these guys do not win this game because they had to be such a a pristine level of defense in this game. This, this is a game you sit back, you know, as somebody who covers the team, you, you got to be proud of what you see, the level of compete there, the heat, that game plan, really clever. You know, it, it's tough to look a team in the face and say, you're not going to make shots. You have to be you have to be comfortable missing shots and going to get after them. Now, granted, the Raptors are more comfortable with that than a lot of other teams, but it takes, you know, a certain metal, a certain a certain ability to kind of grind through basketball to actually lean into that type of thing. And especially with Pascal too, there's this play I brought up on Twitter uh for podcast listeners, you'll hear this live for people on YouTube the next day. I'll have it is Jimmy he he went in for that dig and Pascal flipped his hips all the way around into that, that escape dribble, put it down again, and then zinged the ball, cross-court skip pass to Gary, who made that triple. Great shot, by the way, Gary. And Pascal, that escape dribble is an like an incredible athletic feat. Not only that he has the ball on a string, good handle, makes that happen, but the thing is to stop his momentum, flip his hips into open space, and keep that dribble alive because... If Jimmy gets him to pick up that dribble, 
Jimmy gets to jump him. Pascal has to lean back and probably has to reset to the closest pass. Very little advantage gained. When he keeps his dribble alive, he gets to zing that thing against a defense that's overloaded to his strong side because they really care about him beating the mismatch that's currently on him. Gabe Vincent at the time, I believe. These are very high-level plays. And 7 for 22, nothing to write home about. But in a in a 98 to 90 game where everything is a struggle, everything's difficult, that those types of plays, the progression of his playmaking and his decision-making throughout this game to kind of, okay, here's how I'm going to beat this. And here's how it's going to go to my teammates. And then Fred also, on the other hand, saying, I see how they're playing Pascal. The ball's coming to me. Here's how I have to initiate. Here's how I beat this. And everybody is a collective saying, we play defense. We don't have to take the ball out of our own basket. We get out and run transition. Here's how we beat this. And that's honestly, like, that's how they did it, dude. An incredibly impressive game. I just, <laughs> the Raptors in this one, my God. And they, they didn't even, they only won the points in the paint, 36 to 34. Like, that evened out during the game. But the fast break points are where it started to tip in their favor, 27 to 13 in this one. And 80% from the line is massive for the Raptors. A team that was like shooting 60, <laughs> shooting 60% as a team, basically. But man, 27 to 14 in the fourth quarter, that's special. Very, very special. And, and it's because of that can, connectivity on defense. And you know who's the, like, Pascal, great defensive game. OG, great defensive game. But that defense, to me, is anchored by Mr. Precious Achua. And his ability to not only close out possessions, but keep guards from punching gaps, beat bigs when they're trying to shoot over him, it's a rare thing what Precious Achua can do on the floor. I'm not, when I'm talking about this dude in my offseason work, when I'm saying he's an elite defender, when, you know, I do that feature on him, talk to him, talk to the guys around, and he's saying, I want to be an all defense level guy. He's not blowing gas either. He understands who he is. We understand who he is. We're right to ask this of him. And we're right to say, hey, Coach Nurse, give this guy the minutes starter or not whatever it ends up being let this guy play like this game i don't think is a a representation of i don't think this is a representation of you know nurse pulling the right levers he just played he just played his best guys like don't get too fancy with it let your best guys play and precious is one of them that was also the case last night or not last night the night before where Precious was a massive plus. He was like a plus 18 in, in, in his 33 minutes. Play your best players. Don't You don't necessarily have to get too fancy with it. Play Precious these minutes. I, you'll, I'm sure you'll love the feedback, man. Uh, that, that's my interpretation of this stuff. Like, don't, don't play around with it. Of course, once again, Nick has interpersonal stuff to worry about. Nick has, well, if I fail at this, I'm in you know, it's bad look for me and the team type of stuff. And should I reward Precious with more minutes when he's not playing his best? For me, I say, that's one of your best players. Keep playing him. Tell with it, it'll come around. But him, you know, I, I say that there's no punishment for me, right? I'm just some schmuck. If he does that and Precious continues to play bad, which I don't think he would, but if that happens, then then it's bad news for him. Then questions are bound. And and people are rightfully excited about Coloco, this big, athletic big. 
you know, he's doing his thing there too. Just not, just not the level of, of precious, not nearly. And so this game, man, the connectivity on defense, immense. What a performance. Uh, Reggie Emmons award. Who else? Who who else could it possibly go to? It's it's Precious Achua. 22, <laughs> 22 rebounds is a hell of a thing to do. He's the only player to have 21-plus points. Sorry, not points. <laughs> He's the only player on the Raptors to have 21-plus rebounds off the bench. And uh, it's, it's pretty tough to grab that many rebounds. Some of them uncontested. Sure, but you watch that game. Most of them in a 98-90 grind fest, dude. These are contested. He's skying over dudes, Deadman, uh, Bam, whoever, right? And he's grabbing them, you know, just foraying into space to make sure he gets there. What, what a performance. I, <laughs> I can't believe it. This, this was a really, really fun game. I'm excited to kind of dive into this in the second watch. But wow, that's, uh, that's an incredible game. The, the problem solving is kind of what we're here for, right? Especially the Raptors, a team who... Their whole thing is about recovering to space in, in defense. And then on offense, it's about mismatch hunting, which is mismatch hunting starts that chess match idea of basketball really, really early. And they begin by putting Pascal in like a screen and roll action, seeing if they want to dead the possession. You know, the defense wants to just flatten out. And it's like, hey, you guys aren't getting the advantage off the pick and roll. The ball funnels to Pascal. Let the games begin. And for Pascal to start and work his way through his progressions, his reads, all this kind of stuff, and struggle immensely. He, he shouldn't have struggled so much. He was in a tough position, but he's better than that. And then find his way to, by the end of that game, everybody knew if Pascal gets the ball, the Heat are in trouble. That was a very, very nice thing. I, uh, I enjoyed that immensely. Top quick reaction comment, LD. Quote, one of the most enjoyable wins. Love the spirit this team shows. They are all about bend but don't break ethos. Dynamic duo of Precious and Chris changed the tide for us in this one. End quote. Absolutely right. I talked about how they how they got after the glass and how that put pressure on the, the heats, not only their zone, but their base defense in man-on-man. And um, I, <laughs> they're going to continue to just, other teams are going to hemorrhage points when Precious and and Boucher come on the court together. They're so good. Last year, they're so good. I'm so happy. I was over the moon when Chris signed back on that contract. Why? Because Chris is one of the best bench players in the NBA. What do you want a bench player to do? Oh, when he comes in, transitional or bench lineup, wins minutes. Hey, that's that's what Chris Boucher does. And then Precious Achua, you know, my I... My analysis of that dude comes out glowing. When I watch these games, I see an elite defender. I see a burgeoning offensive player. I see a guy who changes a lot of how def- how defenses have to play because of how he punches the glass on the offensive end. That that in and out dribble, punch the gap, finish dunk in transition, that kind of stuff, game breaking. And then defensively, forget about it. He's elite. Forget about it. He's elite. Easy peasy. And um, yeah, just really fun game. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this this game was an absolute blast. I'm excited to write about it, and um, probably gonna do a, a breakdown on somebody from this game. We'll we'll see. It's gonna be tough not to do precious. I mean, come on, you know what are we talking about? Anyway, thanks for tuning in. Whether you got into this in the morning or at night, have a blessed day and goodbye. <laughs>